I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. <clears throat> You're listening to the Sands Pants Network. Home of comedy, <laughs> culture, adventures, and ghosts. Hello and welcome to Scaredy Boys, a podcast where three cowardly friends discuss horror movies. I'm Damien. I'm Sean. And I'm Tom. And for this episode, we watched The Last Voyage of the Demeter. The Last Voyage of the Demeter is a 2023 American supernatural horror film directed by Andre Overdahl and written by Bragi F. Schroet Jr. and Zach Olkowitz and is an adaptation of The Captain's Log, a chapter from the 1897 novel Dracula by Bram Stoker. It follows the crew of the merchant ship Demeter who attempt to survive the ocean voyage from Carpathia to London as they are stalked each night by a merciless presence aboard the ship. Otherwise known as a play... By Sean Carney. Yes. Can How I... How do you feel that Hollywood ripped you off, man? Can I say something to the room? Yep. Yep. I'm a Ken doll. This movie blew my fucking dick off. <laughs> <laughs> I've lost it. I don't know where it is. I came into this with a great fear that this was probably going to be a piece of shit. Yeah, yeah. Well, the word on the street was... Well, the street was not good. Sometimes when Stephen King rolls out a very favourable tweet, you go, oh, no, it's probably not going to be good then. (laughs) Yeah, what was the other one he did? Oh, The Flash. (laughs) Yeah. Del Del Toro (laughs) came out and praised it, but I think we all know how hard he's a creature boy. He loves, he basically loves if you get out of bed and put two feet on the ground, he's given it five stars. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. He wants you to win. Yeah. Um, This movie wins. I, it blew me away. I did not think, this is going to sound quite arrogant. Because I do love my story that I came up with. Didn't think I would get to the end of this movie and think that that was way superior to what I did. Yeah. And it is. It's incredible. I okay, loved wow. It. I yeah. loved it. I'm considering five stars. Can I just say, wow, yes, yeah, there were multiple points. Points. Multiple points in the movie. Oh, yeah, so for sure. <laughs> there were multiple points in the movie where I just sort of looked over towards Sean. And the way the lounge was configured, Damo, is <laughs> his body was sort of blocked to you. Yeah. And using his shield of his body, he would look to me and just hold five fingers up. Oh, at shit. least twice during the movie. Yeah. And maybe the the sort of very end parts pulled me back slightly. Not okay. that I didn't like them. I still think it was pretty cool. Which parts in particular? Uh, I think probably when it did that thing that our mate Cass Page says where it mm. switches from horror to an action film. Yeah, yeah. I think when we got to that point where it's like, all right, here's the plan. We're going to fuck mm, him up mm. now. 
then maybe it slipped, but only ever slight, ever mm. so slightly. I still loved it. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what to give it. It's a four minimum. It's, up there. it's a strong, strong four. Could be a five. I don't so know. much better than it should be. Yeah, I thought. Oh, I thought it was going to be shit. I was so scared. I thought, what a wasted opportunity. Yeah. it's been in development hell for fifteen fucking years. Yeah, yeah. It's been it passed around with actors and directors and. Figo Mortensen was going to be the captain at one yeah, point. Yeah, that's right. Like, my God. But yeah, it got buried too. Like its release yeah. was abs- it was it was released when Oppenheimer, yeah, Barbie, yeah. something else is out at the moment. Like, uh, yeah, well, that's it. Like we we had planned to see it at the cinema. To, I think we're like three two or three weeks out here. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. I, I sort of desperately wanted to see it. I wish we had now. And like, then yeah. just couldn't because it disappeared. Yeah. <laughs> so I remember there was like we it had been out for a week or two. Yeah. And then. We're we, like, oh. we were busy one week, but we were like, we'll go see it together next yeah. week. I think it was coming out when we went away. Like, yeah, that was its we release. were up at our Skitty Boys retreat. Unfortunately, there's not yeah. a cinema where we go for our yeah. retreat. When we, By the time we came back, it was down to one session a day, yeah. and it was during like the work week, Yeah, and it was at like two o'clock in the, like, in the yeah, day. Yeah, because, Sean, you said, oh, like last, there's only one session. I'm like, shit, we better get on it. You're like, yeah. no, mate. It's at, it's at like 2 in the 2 p.m. So that was a bit disappointing. Very and then disappointing. I went through the motions of like, it's probably for the best. Not right. Cinema. It would have let yeah. us down. Yeah. Nah, I would have fucking loved it. Yeah, bring it back. Yeah. Bring it back. Right in they release it at Halloween. Yeah. Release it at a different time when there's a gap in horror. They Come clearly on. just wanted to like offload it. Didn't and again, I, I don't they're like it's curious because I do think this is a Sean Carney movie. Yeah. This is like obviously you've literally written this movie. <laughs> uh and now you get to watch it on screen in this big epic thing. But I do think with the right marketing, this could have had an impact. Like everyone knows the Dracula story. Yeah. And this is telling a section of the Dracula story we technically haven't seen before. I know there's sort of been a few different, like, iterations that sort of include this part. But it's doing it on such a scope and such a scale and with so much fucking love of the craft that, yeah, it's really fucking impressive. Like, anyone who likes a period piece will love this. Anyone who likes a creature feature will love this. Anyone who likes gory fucked shit, guess what? This movie actually has it in fucking space. Anyone who likes uggo actors who are fucking sweaty and dirty and getting fucked up. It's got it. A yep. beautiful, ugly everyman. Yep. Oh. There are everyman as far as the eye can see. Yeah. Yeah. There's some sexy people in this. Oh. But there are also some people who just shouldn't have work outside of being dirty crew members on a fucking boat. <laughs> in the 1800s. <laughs> in the 1800s. Yeah. Man, it was, yeah. It like To jump back to the craft of it all, like yeah. it fucking, these sorts of movies can look like utter ass. So easily, so easily. And especially when it's gone through the ringer like this one has. Yeah, especially this setting too, dark, uh, stormy. It could yeah. have been like incomprehensible to look at. Yeah. And this director, I can't remember the director's name, sorry. but Andre. Andre. Andre the fucking giant so, knocked it out of the park. <laughs> I didn't realise until I was just looking at mm. who the director was while it was on. I'm like, I wonder who directed this. Mm. And I've seen, I think you've seen it as well, yeah, a I film have. of his that we should do for this podcast mm. uh, called Troll Hunter. Yeah. Which is awesome, which again takes like a myth story and this yeah. is he's obviously scandy so takes the norwegian stories of mm. trolls and things and basically is a found footage film about a bunch of documentary makers who follow a is troll it found hunter. footage yeah yeah it's 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 cameras oh i i in my memory it's like it's almost a, an action movie oh it's very action but oh, okay. it was all filmed with hand i remember your cameras. review of it because oh, right. i was like probably scared to watch it and yeah. i read your review and i went oh maybe i should check it out it, i think you would actually love it mate. yeah you like, dig it it's more action this is horror no doubt yeah it is like bordering on. Is it horror? It's a monster action. Yeah, again, um, that sort of thing. The, kaiju sort of stuff. The hook of this one that I heard a lot about was basically it's alien, but it's on a ship. Yeah, it's Dracula. Yeah, which I think in itself is awesome. Mm. Give me more monsters on ships. Yeah, or monsters yeah. in a location where people are trapped. I think yeah. is 
is fucking great. One thing I worried about, I didn't know if they were going to successfully nail the emotion of it, the mm. heart of it, just because yes. you don't know what sort of crew members you're going to be stuck with. Yeah. You also know that, like, if you've read the book uh, or, or seen Sean's play or any other sort of versions, you know that you know what happens. Yeah, the we're in a no survivors up. situation. That's yeah, it. that's its greatest. That's the greatest challenge for this story, yep. I think. And I think Sean, I think you did a masterful job with your play. I've got to credit where it's due. Thank you, sir. In taking something that. Well, we know the outcome, mm. so h- how do we get there? Like, yeah. And what this does really well is it doesn't ever completely extinguish hope, even though well, we know because what happens to the boat. Yeah. It's, it's clever in the way that it, it brings in characters because if you've read the, the captain's log, there are characters introduced in this movie who are not mentioned or present in that. Like, yeah. for instance, there's no mention of a woman on board in the captain's log. Right. So already when you meet that character, you go, well, maybe she'll survive. Yeah. I don't recall there being a mention of a child. So, right. A uh, big part of my heart was like, surely they're not going to kill him because yeah. they've already done the ultimate bastard cinema move and killed a dog. Yes. Yep. Showed us too much of the dog. Oh, yeah. Really brutal. Sweet yeah. Huckleberry, I think his name yes, was. Yes, it was. Huck. Come on. Huck, yeah. Come on. He Great was a good name. boy. Yeah, he was a good boy. But yeah, no, that was it was smart in the way that it used yeah, its characters. Yeah. And Liam Cunningham, mm. who we've seen this year in Dog Soldiers. Yeah. A young Liam Cunningham, right, Tom? <laughs> 20 years ago, look, little baby face boy. Yeah, yeah. I'm just saying, I wanted to point look, this happened while we were watching the movie. I was like, man, he has such a young face in Dog Soldiers. <laughs> and I got ripped for it because you're like, yeah, it was 20 years ago. I understand that. You know how some actors, even 20 years, like mm. yeah. so Liam Neeson, for example, yes, he looks a bit older, but he's really from like Qui Gon, even a little bit before, he right. kind of looks Hollywood money, baby. The yeah, same. yeah, yeah. But Cunningham, like, he looked quite young when he was younger. Right. Yeah, he's been playing characters who have, you know, are on boats. <laughs> he's living a hard life. He, he loves, a, salty sea he loves a dirty, salty sea boy. Yeah, he's born for it, man. He's fantastic. In yeah, this. yeah. I wondered if he'd be too much of a hard ass, but immediately giving him a grandson. And like, yeah, and, and again, no, and he wasn't playing. I thought, again, for the heart that you mentioned, like, I was expecting, oh, he's going to be tough grandpa who has to find his heart throughout the course of this thing the, the idea of losing grandson nah so affectionate with his grandson yeah. so clearly loves his grandson yeah. just wants the best for him he's literally going to retire just to give him yeah. the best life possible loves him to the point where he's like i want him to have a nice thing so we're gonna we're gonna leave yeah we give the boat to you david del mashian yeah we say his name wrong every time he's a wonderful actor he was in the boogeyman yeah He's got a juicier role in this. He's pulling off some good stuff in this one. Yeah. The facial acting. Yeah. It's off the charts. Yes. Him and Liam Cunningham. He's really fucking good in it. Yeah. Like, but even but even that thing, like, it would be so easy for the captain of the boat to be the captain of the yeah, boat. Yeah, that's it. When they, they play, Cunningham just gives him this real quiet empathy mm. to him. Like, Humanity. Yes. Yeah, yeah. He loves He loves his grandson. He also loves his first mate. Yeah. yeah. He loves his crew. He loves his boat. That heartbreaking line when everything's falling apart and he turns to Wojcik and he mm. says- you would have been a great captain. Yeah. If only we'd made it to London. Yeah. And that that's such a heartbreaking bit of dialogue. Yeah. Yeah. I even have I think it's a really nice scene towards the start where he says to him, I'm gonna retire. Yeah. And I'm when we get to London, I'm gonna sign the boat over to you. And yeah. like Dalmashian doesn't even really say anything no. in that scene. Because he's a bit heartbroken. He kind of is like he's heartbroken. This is like his friend's probably like his father essentially. Yeah. yeah. But like the the acting it's, uh, it just makes you think so much that it's just not about words. Right. It can be, and words can be great, and dialogue is yeah, a beautiful yeah. thing, but when you don't need it and you can still- There are multiple moments in this movie mm. where characters don't say things- Yes. That I imagine at some point in this script were probably in there and they just get ripped out because they're not needed. And this is the thing where like it, it's so easy when writing a script to overwrite the dialogue. Especially as a writer because you right. sometimes have this fear in your mind, oh, whoever takes it on board is going to fuck it up, so you've got to overdo it so they know exactly what 
what emotions right. you want. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This has been pared back for the most part. Towards the end, there's a few little bits that are a bit like Hollywood film sort of yep. lines, I think. But there are, yeah, there's a lot of moments where it's just like, I love the choices they've made there. Yeah. And like the example, Tom, you gave before, he talks about like, oh, it would have been great. It's basically that scene is to be like, hey, the captain's giving up hope, which is causing Dalmatian's character to also give up hope because until then he was holding on. He was one of the figures keeping everyone moving. Yeah. And then he goes out and then like there's this uh, sort of interaction between him and our protagonist. But either there, like all that is like, there's like two lines of dog between them. He goes upstairs, he's lost hope. And then our protagonist basically uh, has- He sees the guy with the fiddle and he yes. says, should I bring something to the boy? And he just looks at him and he throws the fiddle away and he's like, what's the point? What's going on on this shit? Yeah. Like just those three sections, there's like four bits of dialogue. There's like I think yeah. two lines from there to there to this next bit you're about to talk yes. about. Like, yeah. fuck. Yeah, that's it. And so then like, and then, yeah, then he talks to the protagonist and he basically gives him some backstory and like- and again, it's not like Dalmatians going on like some big rant about his backstory and his life and how they compare and, oh, you're giving me hope. Like it's all of it is just giving exactly what it needs. And then the rest of it is coming entirely through the performance and, yeah. and through the context of um, what they're saying and their their physical, emotional reaction to it, which is like, like you said, I, I don't doubt that like it's been in the works for 15 years. Yeah. Definitely there's been a version at some point where it was overwritten and sucked. Uh, the version we got was really fucking good. Dalmatian has this gorgeous moment too. It's near the end where they're talking about, all right, we're going to have to sink the ship. Mm. And it's like you see it on his face. He does have dialogue and it's great dialogue. Yeah, he's yeah. just like, this is my home. home like, I'm not going to yeah, let you do yeah. this. He really hits hard on the home. I'm like, he's a fucking hell of an actor mm. who I imagine because of the way he looks, and we talked about this in Boogie Memory, has that sort of villainous yep. sort of look to him, that sort of creeper thing. He's great for horror movies. Of course. It's probably held him back from having the kind of roles that his acting ability deserves. Mm. I think he's fantastic. Yeah. For me, he's probably the standout in the movie. Mm-hmm. I think a part of me knew that he had this in him, but I yeah. guess yeah. I just haven't seen he's it He's always been before. interesting. Yeah. But again, because he's always cast as the villain, you're like, okay, but villains are inherently interesting. He's normally big, right? They normally rely right. on him to sort of act it big. And this yeah. time he's gone quite insular and yeah. and it's just, it, it makes it sing. It's perfect. Mm. It's it's interesting, like, the other thing that I think he does a good performance in, which is a really weird choice that I'm now about to say it out loud, <laughs> but in the Suicide Squad oh, right. remake <laughs> yeah. of Suicide yeah, yeah, Squad, yeah. who plays Polka Dot Man. Yeah. And he plays it like- He's not big. He's here the whole time in a right. movie stacked with people. Like yeah. you've got Margot Robbie playing Harley Quinn, so she's up here. Yeah. You've got the big Driss. He's up here. You've got John Cena. He's up here. Mm. And David's just like humming along here. Yeah. No, he's greater. He finds the humanity in in being an outcast. Yes. Yeah. yeah. He's yeah. good. He's a good at being a weirdo. And this boat is full of weirdos. And he's yeah. just he's delightful in this. I think it's one of those things where, like, Clemens is clearly the hero mm. role. He's the one who survives and gets through it and whatever. And you, you, you see him early on. Yeah. We connect with him quickly. We understand what he's going through. He gets a lot of stuff to do. And we're kind of him. Mm. But I think he has nice layers, but none of his layers work if he doesn't have Wojcik and the captain right. to bounce yeah. off Absolutely. and the rest of the yeah. crew to work with. Yeah. They really give a shit. It's that, it's that aliens thing. Mm. We talked about being alien on a boat, but that's that aliens thing in the second film where you get that 15 minutes just to get to know all of the Marines. Yeah. Yeah. And so by the time they get to the planet, you're like, great, cool. I don't yeah. want any of these people to die. Or I do, and yeah. I want this one to die first, and I don't like this one. Yeah, yeah. Which we kind of get with Petrovsky in this. We're yes, like, okay, yeah. you're a piece of shit and a racist. You can go. Yeah, yeah. But again, with these sorts of movies, like any movie, but definitely I think these movies where it's contained, we kind of already know what the plot's going to be for yeah. to a large degree. The characters literally make or break the movie, right? And for this one, 
like all the characters uh, definitely served their role in the movie, but all of them also had a little bit more than that. Like they were all a bit deeper than that, even like the the racist one, because yep. up until we, we'd sort of seen him with his friend, he had his like best mate on the boat. So you kind of got a bit of that. You saw them outside of that one thing that made them them, I guess. Same for like the chef who's pretty religious. Yeah. And so he, there's sort of like, we don't have any like straight villains other than of course, our man Drac. The uh, others do, is- Do you need another villain? <laughs> right. Mm. Yeah, definitely not. The others are just like flawed humans in an impossible situation. And so their their worst parts come out and then they become sort of these antagonistic characters. Yeah. But I love that we get the time, like for the, for the chef character, we get a nice little introduction to him where he's in the kitchen. He gets introduced to our new guy. Um, I keep blanking on his name. Uh, Clemens. Clemens. Clemens, thank you. Yeah, Dr. Clemens. And basically like, kind of gives him his three rules. The last being don't use the Lord's name in vain or I'll throw you over the boat. And the boy's like- he means that one. And he's like, I mean all of them. Yeah. And it's kind of playful. It's kind of nice. Yeah. And then like, there's this ongoing joke about like, I believe in St. Christopher, I think. No, St. Nicholas. St. Nicholas, because otherwise he'll, the, the chef won't feed me. So it's kind of like playful and good. And then when he has his hard turn, you're like, yeah, it tracks because he's overly religious. But then also you're like a little bit sad because he's, the worst part of him has come through when he's yeah. like abandoning the, the and that team. happens for you know a few of them really exactly that's why yeah. when I when I wrote my one that's what I loved about the story is like you're in this claustrophobic environment that mm. you can't escape and then what happens to men when they're suffocated by fear right and like you said we see sort of their worst parts yes I think this is a great movie for anybody to watch when they want to when you have an outcome that is unavoidable and yes. you know that everyone's going to die mm. how do you make people care about What's yeah, happening anyway? Yeah. And they just did that so well. Yeah. And like also, there are so many hero moments in this movie. Yeah. Like, and when I say hero moment, I don't mean action hero, like fucking, you know, doing some sick move and like, yeah, I'll give you one. Anna. Anna has a hero moment where she talks the captain down. Yeah. Oh, where he's aiming yeah. the gun at them yeah. and she says, you've got to make, you know, what happened to yeah. Toby mean something. The, the line she gives where she's like, when he would drain my blood, a little bit of blood, dirt would get into the wound and yeah. fill it up. Yeah. That's what he's going to do to your memory of Toby. He's going yeah. to fill it with something awful. And you're like, he's going to take the thing you love and fill it with, with yeah, dirt, basically. Incredible. Yeah. It's a and great just, performance too. Great she line. doesn't waver. He doesn't waver. And she's like a powerhouse. I saw her in a film. She's mm. in an Australian movie by um, the Babadook director, Jennifer Kent, oh, called yeah. The Nightingale. Very good movie. Full heads up. It is a bleak, brutal fucking film. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's effectively an Irish prisoner convict in in, ta- in Tassie. It's a revenge story, right? Yeah. yeah. So yeah. basically her partner gets killed, she gets assaulted, her baby gets killed, mm. and she teams it with like this indigenous kid whose family has also been brutalised by these British soldiers. And sure. she, she tracks them down for revenge. And the movie yeah. is basically, what is the cost of revenge? Right. I'll tell you now, boys. Hi. Yeah. Hello. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, it's not good. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, so, but she's phenomenal in that. So seeing her in this, in a, in again, a very different role. Yeah. Which doesn't really talk for a lot of it. She's just like quietly mm. brooding. And then when she And you're gets- not sure if you can trust her for a lot of it either. No. Yeah. And so when you get these bits where she gets to <laughs> sink her teeth into them, so to speak- <laughs> Oh, it's powerful. Yeah. yeah. And so, like, these hero moments, I'm trying to, like, think of how to define them beyond the sort of action hero hero moments. And I think it's when when a character makes the harder choice at cost of themselves because they know it's the right choice. Yep. Something like that anyway. And, yeah, you get a number of them throughout this movie. 
uh, where again, they're in an impossible situation. They kind of even know that. And so even though you have, it's, it's a great spectrum of, you have these characters who are, who are showing their worst part of themselves. And up until then, we'd actually seen some of the better parts of themselves. So they're going on this negative arc, but then we get the rest of our characters actually going the other way. And they get these little moments of hero moments of their being their best self in that moment. And it doesn't change the situation and hope is still pretty fucking low, but God damn, you give a fuck about humanity mm-hmm. when you're seeing people be their best version of themselves. That's the key to it. Yeah. yeah. The yeah. complete darkness and can any of the light shine through? That's and like it, you get brother. it from pretty early on where Clemens, basically everyone's pressuring him. Mm. The, the woman, let's throw her overboard. Yeah. She's diseased. Almost immediately. She's, yeah. yeah. Probably infected. Yeah. Let's get rid of her. And he's like, no, I won't fucking do that. Yeah. And he puts himself on the line for her. For sure. Yeah. yeah. And he doesn't know her. Doesn't know. All, all that is is just a decision by a kind man yeah. who wants to- protect someone else he's yeah. a doctor do no harm yeah yeah and, his- and then like it's the right decision ultimately Absolutely. yeah yeah for many reasons it ties back beautifully the whole film we I, I think we did this when we were at uni together we did that whole thing where they talked to us at uni about how like there's a scene in the movie where you get like the whole movie kind of mm. laid out for you or the crux of the film yeah yeah and this one happens really early i think for, for me anyway where they are discussing what they're going to do with the extra money for arriving yeah, on time yeah and they ask clemens and he's like, I don't really want money. It's what I'm after. I need to know how. I need to understand why things are the way they are. And he yeah. says a line about why in a in a world that is full of such good, there is there is not that. Mm, mm. And that is effectively what happens on this boat. Why yeah. in a world where, where we are good men? Yeah, we are good. We're a good crew. There is the captain isn't an asshole. The, mm. the crew does love and care for one another. Yeah, yeah. We have compassion. We have love. There is this thing. That is the antithesis of all of that. It, right. it, it uses and it feeds. That's all it does. Hundred percent. How do you? How do you? You know? Yeah. How do you handle yeah, that? And that's yeah. basically what the movie tries to answer over the course of it, which is yeah. how do you handle it? Well, you fucking yeah, yeah. And I love when a movie. I personally love it. It's definitely not for everyone's taste, but I love it when a movie. Literally, at some point, definitely not the start, not should never be our first line, but at some point states the theme, like pretty con- concretely, so you can go, that's what it is. Yeah. Like, give your audience enough time to sort of start putting those pieces together themselves, and then when they hear it, it really rings true. Uh, and the other thing I like about that is that it's a question, where for me, a theme should- Always be a question, never a statement. You're exploring something. That's why we tell stories. We're trying to find answers. It's not that we think we know the answers and we're preaching them at people. Those movies suck. It's when we're asking a question, we're showing our findings, we're showing what we think, we're sort of putting the question to our characters that we've created, and then we're seeing what the outcome is. And that's great. That's sort of one answer to that question. But of course, someone else could take that question, do a different movie, and come up with different answers. That's fine too, because it's all about exploring the question, yep. yeah. rather than giving answers. Mm-hmm. Do you know the question of this movie is, boys? What can men do against such reckless hate? <laughs> <laughs> I think ride out and meet it. Oh! <laughs> now, I wish this did better at the box office yeah, because yeah. I would actually watch a, a sequel with Clemens teaming up with like an older Van Helsing. Honestly, Just Dracula, yes, D- Demeter too, Dracula. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, but yeah, basically Dracula, but um, yeah, with with, with this, Clemens with this in, doctor there. in there. Yeah, I'm like I don't, I'm liking this. The final bit with him, you know, we're hearing his uh, voiceover and he's sort of he's going to go to the Abbey and confront Dracula. Yeah, and I kind of love this new character they've invented yeah. because you believe it. We've seen what's brought him here. And we know why he's doing this. We even, he, in fact, he already had the the burning desire anyway from the scene you just mentioned, where yeah. he asked that question. Mm-hmm. So now he's 
Gonatic, like he's the perfect, they've really built this perfect character who has all the drive and reasons necessary to pursue this thing to the ends of the world. Yeah. That's strong stuff. Man, I want that movie. Yeah. <laughs> or a TV show. Yes. I'll take it. that. Yeah. He, I think it's because the, the reason he's doing that and the thing that drives him that makes me excited to want to see that part of the story mm. next. Because normally, like, I would very happily watch this and be like, great, wonderful, that's the end. I really enjoyed it. I don't need to see another one because it's just Dracula. Yeah. But I do want to see Clemens Dracula because yes. he has that great speech where he's talking about that he's going to to convince Warshak to help him destroy the thing. Yeah. Where he says that line about, I'm going to show it that I'm not afraid of it. Mm. Like that it is it is a beast and just it is an animal and yes, everything yes, like yes. that. That's what it is. And I'm going to remind it that. And then, like, and then when he goes, and then I'm going to kill that cursed thing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And right, it's like, right. yeah, that's it. You're going to send it back to hell, yeah, baby. Yeah, yeah. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger. Feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volur XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science, with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. All right, boys. Were we scared? Yep. Yeah. 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 This is fucked. Looks yuck. It looks, looks real yuck. And then they, from pretty early on, it's like, here's a good look at it. Yes. But they, they tease it out in the sense that every time you get a look at it for probably the first five or six times, mm. it's a different part of its body or a different yeah, angle. Yeah, like yeah. You see it front on, you see his face really quite early. Yeah, see a little you bit of its mound. Back. You see his mound. <laughs> his you definitely can- see, you definitely yeah. see. He's Ken. Uh, you, f- you fill in the blank, the blanks <laughs> he's a, of a cock. He's a Ken doll. He's me. He he also watched the movie. Yeah. Yeah. He watched his own <laughs> movie. He read the script. That's actually an actor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, his real body. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, that, in the script, it says he has a, a ten-inch hog, but he doesn't. I got blown right mm. off. Blown Sorry, right off. The actor who plays him is, I think, one of your most watched actors. So this is okay. a lot of horror movies. Yeah. So this is <laughs> guy Javier Botet. Is okay. His name. Uh, or Javier. I'm gonna say Javier. Javier. Yeah. Javier. Yeah. Um, and so. For, at one point, I think a couple of years ago, he was like my second most watched actor <laughs> because he just plays a lot of like creatures because he's really tall and quite right. lean. 
So he's so, the next um, Doug Jones. Also, the, he's in Crimson Peak. He plays all of the ghosts, oh, the skeletal shit. creatures. Because Doug Crimson Jones was Peak. also in Crimson Peak. Was that right? I don't know. Yeah, I think Doug Jones Maybe, is yeah. Definitely yeah. But yeah, okay. Botet's in that. He's in, I think he's in Slender Man. I think he's in the skeleton. Right. That skeleton man one. What did we watch? The the thin man. The empty man. The empty, empty man. man. Right, yeah. right, right. He's in that. He plays oh, the shit. apparition. He's in so many things. Yeah. I think there's a chance he might eventually, if we keep watching Creature Features, <laughs> he's going to become my most watched Number actor. Number one. That's pretty good. Number one. Well, I'm going to get him up. I'm going to see what else he's That's why he does it. That's why he's in the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, this design, like you said, we actually see quite a bit of it. And we continue to see quite a lot of it because it's really fucking gross. Yeah, and they want to be like, look at this gross creature we made. Get a good, get a good. Yeah, they're, of this well, they're proud thing. of it. There's, there's the occasional bit where it is a little goofy. Yep. Um, yep. like when the chef's getting away on the boat and he just yeah. sort of lands on it. There's a few little goofy moments, but for the most part, it looks horrific. Yes, and it's. A cool enough design that every time you see it, it's still pretty interesting to look well, at. And I was thinking about this because we've talked about this for a few other monsters where when they, if they keep changing, yep. that initial fear continues because you don't know what the next iteration will be. And that's not really the case with this one, but it does keep changing. There is evolution. Yeah, yeah. 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 I mean, at a certain point, yeah, he has wings. <laughs> yes, and then at a certain point, right at the end, he's looking slightly more well, human. his pupils yeah. get colour. Yeah. And he just starts to grow a nose as he sort of looks over his Yeah, shirt. it's really nice. Again, it's it's good uh, world building and lore building and all yeah, that sort yep. of stuff. I really enjoyed that. So, I'm just looking at my man, Javier. Javier. I have seen so many of his movies, and so have you. So, <laughs> okay. he's in It Part 1 and 2. Okay, I sure. think he just plays like a ghoul creature in that. Yeah, yeah. He's in The Revenant. Okay. Oh. Uh, he's in The Conjuring 2. He plays the giant creepy clown oh, thing yeah. that attacks. Oh, that's the worst the kid thing. in the tent. Yeah. He's in Crimson Peak. He's in all three wrecks. Uh, he's in His House. Oh, Fuck. His House was so good. This he- guy has- tormented us yeah the three of us specifically yeah. uh, he's in yeah Demeter he's in Empty Man he's in Sean he's in The Mummy with Tom Cruise oh I thought you were going to say True Blood <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, I'm on Letterboxd I'm on an IMDB he's probably yeah. in a bunch more stuff shit far out oh, yeah you're too powerful brother hey like, that's a Im- really impressive career. Yeah, yeah. Oh, spe- now I didn't go on IMDb for a specific reason. Yeah, so I have a little IMDb fact. Give us the juice. That I found. So I'm a detective in training. I was. Thank you. Yeah, uh, this is me trying to earn my way back into the IMDb detective agency. So, yeah, I was on, I was doing my usual show notes, scanning through IMDb, found a juicy little fact, asked you boys, do you mind staying off IMDb and so I can share this in episode? <sighs> It was hard, I will say. That was a big ask. For that was a big ask for Tommy Boy. And for me, because I remember that I have a badge. <laughs> yes, yeah. you got a badge, yeah. yeah. So, you know, thank you for the respect you It's like request. putting a problem gambler in a casino and being like, you know, you have, you're you not allowed to spend any money. Yeah. I'll kill your That reminds family. me, I forgot about my badge. i got to go onto our Skitty Boy shop and buy myself an IMDb Detective t-shirt. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. I wear that thing with pride. Earn it. As you, you all it, can. Mate. Yes. Oh, as all the listeners can. too. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you are. It's, you're the titular IMDb Detective. So, yeah. So, I'm on the trivia page. I'm scanning through the trivia page. See just a little bit of trivia. The trivia is, this movie has almost the same title as Dracula, The Last Voyage of the Demeter, 2017, a one-act Australian play written by Sean Carney. Shut the fuck up. The play's idea was originally presented on the podcast Movie what Maintenance, the where the idea fuck? of a full-length <laughs> film of all the Demeter is discussed. What the fuck? Who, Hang on. Who writes these? They're, it looks like 18 thumbs up, brother. What the fucking hell? I'm going to check this. I am in the trivia. Hey, Siri, call (laughs) mum. Shit, it's doing it. (laughs) 
<laughs> wow. I am just flicking through. All right, I'm scrolling, I'm scrolling, I'm scrolling. Holy shit, 18 out of 28 found this interesting. Has almost the same title, a one-act Australian play. Written by our boy, Sean Carney. When Mr. Carney talks about his dream of casting for his adaptation, which included Vigo Mortensen. Mortensen. Yes, it, it did. Holy shit. I know. I am so glad you kept that from us. Yeah, thank wow. you. Wow. That, uh, I haven't found it yet. But I'm- um, I will say also, <laughs> just looking through the credits, the Demeter, hmm. like the last voyage of the Demeter. Uh, oh, okay. Interesting. On IMDb, it has the title Dracula Voyage of the Demeter, and then underneath it, Last Voyage of the Demeter, brackets, original alternate title. Yes. Okay. Uh, yeah, one thing that's very interesting to me is that uh, looking at the credits before with our friend Javier, yeah. he is credited as Dracula slash Nosferatu. Oh, that, that is interesting. That is actually what he's- li- Yeah, I mean, the design is very Nosferatu-esque. Well, yeah, I was in the trivia there that the, they designed it, the director and the monster designer really went after that Count Orlock. Oh, look. sick. Yeah, it's a great look. It's a great it's, look. it's- yeah, I, I love it when they go this because that's. I also we we'll talked about this too that they take. He's not a vampire because they don't mm. call him a vampire. He's he's yeah. literally the devil. He's yes. the evilest thing yes. in the world. He doesn't have two teeth. He's not sexy. Yeah, he's not doing like sexy dances. There's no There's none of that going on. <laughs> that's blowing my head off. I'm just sorry. I'm <laughs> yeah, she was just there. looking at his phone. Yeah. Eighteen thumbs up, ten thumbs down. Ten thumbs down. Oh. <laughs> Look, I did hide that from you. The one above it has seventeen thumbs down. So I think you're doing all right. Who's giving right. thumbs down to trivia? I don't know. Sorry, the one that got 17 thumbs down, the wolf head cane Dracula carries is a reference to the cane used by Lawrence Talbot in The Wolfman, 1941. Why are 17 people angry about that? I have no idea. Or maybe they're like, this isn't true. Uh, maybe they don't care. No, maybe it it's just you, like they're not. Yeah. The question is, isn't good or bad? It asks you if the trivia is useful. So who oh, who right. do, do people just submit those? Do they? I get. Yeah. I uh, mean, yeah. Well, whoever submitted uh, it, I'm putting it out there. <laughs> well I imagine the person who submitted that there is a chance. Yeah. They're listening to this. I think. Yeah. Let Shout us know. Out. Shout out to you. Let us know. Yeah. Legend. You've made Sean's day. You yeah. made my day. I when I when I stumbled across that like three days ago, I was like, fuck. That's huge. I'm really How proud of my feel boy. I want to know you've made it. I am an IMDb detective and I'm on IMDb. Can I also say, when when we were loving this movie, I'm like, this only gets better. Because yeah, if, if, yeah. ta- if you were in the trivia of a yeah. shit movie, you're like, that's not nearly as satisfying. Yeah, that's pretty cool. It's pretty good stuff. Awesome. Thanks, whoever did that. Yeah, thanks. Thanks, thanks guys. <laughs> <laughs> no, she wouldn't know how to work a good deal. Yeah, come on. <laughs> uh, all right. Did our characters act wisely or foolishly? You know what I thought while watching this? I thought the captain was a like fairly passive sort of character. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He really took a step back on any sort of hard decision making. Yeah. Outside of, you know, <laughs> allowing for the woman to survive. Right. Um, he didn't make a lot of genuine decisions. It yeah. really does fall on, on the doctor. To, even to even like it. for the decisions the captain did make, quite often they weren't. Great. Oh well, like yeah. so, like him with his grandson when they're about to throw his dead body into the water. He's like, no, no, he moved. Let me, let me see him. Let him see him. And then, oh, he's just oh, like, grief, and he's just lost about it for sure. But I'm, that was know, horrific. That was yeah, real. I think bad. it was you were saying. So we pull the sheet back, and I think you're like, this is the main movie. We see like a very yeah. dead grandson, very dead, and then opens his eyes, and they're completely white, and it's fucked. And then you kind of forget, oh yeah, the sun, and then yep. boom, catches fire. And it's there's a there's a shot. I don't know if you saw it, but mm. it's basically when they wrench him free from the captain. Right. The boy's skin, burning skin, is stuck to the captain's oh. burning hands. It's well, disgusting. that's what the black, the black sludge is on his hands. Oh, yeah. I thought that was his skin. No, his no. skin's red. You watch it. Oh. like It's very quick, but you see it sort of peel off the boy. So, it's he disgusting. literally has his 
dead grandson's skin fused into his. Yeah, it's yeah. it's horrific. That's fucking brutal, mate. Yeah. yeah. Just while we're on that, so he makes some dumb choices. Yeah. While we were watching the movie, I said, "Boys, I need to talk, I need to mention something when we discuss this movie because yeah. it's something that is they made they made a dumb choice. Uh-huh. Their plan is fucking shit. Do you expect it to They're, be good though? No. The captain suggests a really good one. Yeah. What does he suggest? He's going to turn the boat out into right. the ocean. Yeah. Do that. Yeah, yeah. Don't keep heading towards England. Turn the boat around and get in the lifeboat. Yeah. All Sail just, away. Yeah. Just float it out to the ocean and mm. then, like, sink it. And set on fire. Like, Burn it to the- Do something. What, what, yeah. what do they actually want to do? Because, yeah, the captain wants to turn it around and take it out into they the ocean. They want to sink water. the boat with him trapped on it. Yeah. They get, for me, too close to London for that to even be a factor. Yeah, Because we've yeah. already seen that he can fly. Yes. Like, That's true. Yeah, it will be- a major pain in the ass for him to lose all his dirt. Mm. They probably should have come. I guess they just don't know if they, in their mind, were like that dirt's crucial to him. Let's right. just get rid of it all. But yeah. the captain's even preparing. Once they've done the thing, he's like, "I will sail her far away from a yes, port, and yeah. then you guys escape." Yeah. Just do that then. You know, I would have loved if that's because that's a great plan from mm. the captain. The captain goes down with the ship, all yeah. of that, and yeah, this is works. his home. Yeah. If Dalmatian said to him, "I'll come with you," mm. that would have been nice, I think, because mm. it's, it's, it's the only home he's got. Yeah, the boat. that's it. As well as like, as soon as they go, we've got to sink the boat. Immediately do it. Like, mm. don't wait. Like, where they seem to wait until night time. Like, yeah. I don't know unless well, I miss they, something. They want to trap him. But what does that mean? Like, wh- they where do they-, where, they don't know where he is because right. he's not been returning back to the dirt coffin. Yeah, because that was my first thing. Like, oh well, you know where he sleeps, but. They don't. He hasn't been going back there. Yeah. And so it's like, okay, well, they need to wait for the night to lure him out. But I would then be like, okay, well, we just need to get as far away from London because mm. he lands. Yeah. Like they, they they, do, again, they improvise really well. She pins him to the mast. Perfect, wonderful. Yeah. She assumes he'll run aground. He's got magic Dracula powers. Yeah. We know, yeah, again, yeah. again, we are dealing with, of course, a story that we know. So we know he has to get to London. Yeah. yeah. So outside of that, but if you just take that actual story mm. meta textualness over the top yes, of it. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Just in terms of a plan, shit plan, go out to the ocean. Yeah. yeah. That's the thing. He's picking you off one by one because he actually needs people to still right. steer oh, the ship. Yes. That's a chilling turn of phrase too when he's like, she's like, yeah, he's running. She's like, he's not running. He's rationing. Yeah. Like the yeah. reason you are still alive is because if he kills all of you in one night, where's he going to eat? Yeah, it's horrible it. for the guys to just be like, we are just rations for a just, monster. Like, yeah, uh, yeah. But yeah, no, you're right. Like going out into the open water would be the perfect thing. Yeah. And I guess I guess the only thing you would say though, this Dracula seems to get in people's head and he can be quite suggestive mm. and whatnot. So if it's just him and the captain left, right, he could just convince the captain. Now that, the you know, because Anna talks the captain out of it. Yeah. Because in his mind, Dracula is going to bring Toby back. Mm. All I've got to do is get the ship back there. Yeah. If it's just the captain and Dracula- Eventually, the captain will be like, you're right, Dracula. I will turn the ship around. Yeah, no, yeah, no, hit yeah. me out. Do the plan you were going to do, but sail away from England. Yeah. And do it further away from shore. Mm. Like, use the day to just turn around and, and then lifeboat it. I don't even know the lifeboat thing will work, though, because he's, like, he's got wings. He'll just yeah. fly and latch onto the boat, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Like, part of me just thinks all of you guys have got to go down for, you know, yeah. great good almost. Yeah, honestly, they should have just- had some dynamite on board and blown yeah, the whole yeah, thing up. Yeah, that might have been the only way. Yeah, it's it's weird that they don't really consider fire when they've watched other people who have the blood infection burn. Mm. Like, why doesn't any of them go? Let's set him on fire. Yeah, right. Because we've seen multiple people burn up in the sun. Yeah, or even like, yeah, how can we pin him into the sun? But because guess, we, we are yeah. approaching this with like vampire knowledge. knowledge yeah, yeah. That's so true. they don't have that. I don't even know vampires no. are a thing. This is just a devil that's yeah. drinking blood and he's the most people. evil man in yeah. Romania. Yeah. yeah, and Tom, you had a great call. We, there was one point where we mentioned that. 
that like all of his bite marks are this like ring of teeth because that's definitely what he's got. Yeah. And you mentioned it kind of looks like a lamprey. Yeah. And like it really does. And even when he like feasts on them, the way he sort of suckers his whole fucking face And to also it. the claws, like using the- Like yeah, when he yeah. attacks that guy- uh, Trotsky, I think Trotsky, yeah, yeah, when he yeah. attacks him. It takes all of his strength to slash yeah, his throat, yeah. and then he's crawling towards him like some like weak. He's hit his. He's, he's weakened, yeah. and then he's got that explosive little burst to get him, and mm. then he still has to like crawl up him. Yeah, we were talking about scares before. The design of that's horrific. It's almost like this puddle of blood on Petrovsky's neck oh, that is like yeah. flowing up. It was really well done. Yeah, it's like he's drowning in his own blood. Yeah, which yeah. I guess he would be. Yeah, right, and it just it, like you. You can't help but see this thing. And even if you're not doing it consciously, you're seeing Dracula going, parasite. That is just a fucking disgusting little parasite yeah. who is can only live off other things. Yeah. Oh, and I um, can't remember the character's name. It's the one who gets infected and they don't do the blood transfusion. Yeah, yeah. And he- it's like the, Toby's hiding in the room, and it is essentially like the scene from The Shining. Right. Yes. Except he's using his own head instead of an axe to oh break through God. the door. Yeah, and yeah. And it's disgusting. And then how many times, like, and they use it to good effect, but how many times in the first couple of acts do we just see, like, you're sort of seeing a scene, and then at some point you click, oh, Dracula's fucking crouched down over there. Yeah, his yeah. skinny little white Or just like some thumbs. weird, like, like he stands in rooms like, Mum, I just threw up. <laughs> <laughs> that's, his, that's the energy that he brings. Yeah. Yeah, man. <laughs> All right, boys, how would we do in this situation? I think we're so fucked. We don't have any vampire knowledge. No, nah, we've we we got to be the same knowledge. Guys. Yeah, just yeah. crew boys. I um, think then we come up with our better plan of we just have to go down with the ship and Dracula. Yeah, I like that. Do we have anything on the ship where we can just blow it up? Like, I think we have the same boat. I mean, yeah, we've got what they've got. I do think- um, there, There's petrol on the boat. When he's going through the items, he's like, 10 things of petroleum and 50 miscellaneous crates. Well, well there you go. <laughs> we wait until it's daylight. Yeah. And then we burn the boat because then eventually he'll have to come out of the because bur- it's burning. He won't have anywhere yeah. left to hide. Yeah. He'll come out in the sun. He'll burn. Yeah. And then maybe we can jump off into the water. It's well, worth it. We survive. Boats. There's yeah. lifeboats. Yeah. If we chuck like lifeboats and any other sort of floating things like- Actually, that that is literally the key because I was thinking during the movie, I'm like, just get in a lifeboat during the day and go. Right. But then at night, he'll come out and find you. Yeah. So- like destroy the boat, set it on fire, and then sail away. Yeah, he will have to come out of the boat because it'll burn him. Yeah, he doesn't, and then the sunlight will take care of him. Yeah, and then hopefully you a little rowboat boat on water. It. I've seen war. That's how wars happen. Yeah, back exactly in the day. right. Yeah, that's yeah. how that's how the that's how Napoleon lost or mm-hmm. won. Mm-hmm. Plus, as well, as soon as there's holes in the in the bottom of the boat, it's yeah. gonna sink. Like, mm. so even if the fires do eventually go out, still get hit in the bottom of the ocean yeah. at some point. Have some, have the rifles with you on the boat, and if by some chance he starts yeah. flying towards you, just pray that you can hit him in the wing. Right, little midnight holes massive. in the wing, midnight bang, massive. Bang, bang. Yes, yeah. yes. It's oh. it's doable if you blow the boat up. Yeah, I think the you need to be willing to make that sacrifice and you need to do it early. Oh, we don't give a shit about the boat. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Get on the lifeboat, set it on fire, and then just be like, all right, mate, you want to come out and face the sun? That's, yeah, that's, you. that's your deal, bud. Yeah. yeah. Have fun in hell, big boy. <laughs> so we, I think we could get there. I think we need to we need to get there pretty quick. I How think many crew members do we have to kill to get away with our plan? Because <laughs> a lot of those boys love that. That's their home. That yeah, that's true. That's true. That's yeah, true. but if they know that he's on it, even if it's just the last day, yeah. rather than do the plan of we're going to seal the boat up, I know, we're going to set it on fire and mm. roll away. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and get as far. And like even this is where I think for the, the big crates of dirt, whether they know that that's what he needs that or not, like toss it overboard so you can move faster as you head back into the ocean, right? Like so that's where I think, yeah, if we're thinking along those lines of we've got to lose weight so we can get as far away from England as we can, 
Then we're going to get rid of his dirt, so we can't even use that as any kind of protection. We've got rid of the boat. He's set fucked. on fire. Yeah. We roll away. We watch it burn. We go to we go to England, and we have a beautiful time. We have some great ales. Oh. No, it's not Shakespeare times. It's we meet Jonathan Harker. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He's Keanu. He's got a bad accent. We love him anyway. <laughs> we meet the Kush probably. We meet Hopkins. Oh he God, does, does some magic tricks and appears and says, I'm <laughs> famished. Feed me. Fuck, we got to rewatch that movie. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. I, think I, gave, I don't think I gave it the respect to deserve. I definitely did. <laughs> you definitely didn't, Tom. You piece of shit. <laughs> and and what's what's worse, I get why, why Damo wouldn't have. Yeah, yeah. But it feels particularly egregious for me based yeah. on the things that I yeah. did. I thought yeah. I could count on you, man, and you let me down. It's all vibes, brother. It's all cooked vibes. Sean, yeah. I, I can come back. It's the only time you'll let me down in my entire life. <laughs> <laughs> that feels incorrect. <laughs> Probably. Banana <laughs> splits. <laughs> hey, we all get one a year. That's all right. That's I true. feel like in that I threatened to banana split your head open, so we're probably even. You <laughs> <laughs> threatened to kill me at least once a week. That's, uh, it's, yeah, all, it's, just, it's all that's love. friendship, yeah. baby. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. I love you too. Mm, yeah. <laughs> Turn the mic off so I can tell him I love him. <laughs> well, that is all the scary talk we have for this episode. I've been Damien. I've been Sean. And I've been Tom. <laughs> My brother just sent me. My brother just sent me a message. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) If you scary listeners like this show, would like to have us out, you can. It's very easy. You can just head to patreon.com forward slash scary boys, where you can become one of our beloved patrons. We have two tiers. You can be a cowardly custard, or you can be a brave babe, depending on where you sit on the scary scale. Both tiers get exactly the same thing. We just want to know whether you're a coward or a brave babe. Just want to check in. You're cowardly custard, demo. Oh, big time. I'm cowardly custard. I think I'm a brave. I'm a cowardly custard. I'm a cowardly custard. Three serves of cowardly custard, please. (laughs) Yes, gobble, gobble, gobble. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, There's tons of great stuff over there. Please do check it out. Uh, Otherwise, you can leave us a review of your listeners. That really helps us a lot and makes us feel very special. Or you can send us an email at threescaredboys at gmail.com or find us on Instagram at Podcasts or on Twitter at scaredyboys. We're individually, I'm at Midday Pajamas. I'm at Carney from 55. I'm at Orchid Trade. Stay scared, everyone. I'm a Ken doll. This movie blew my fucking dick off. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.